0: building success and influencing society for more resources
1: visit us online at influent.life hi bob Fraser and bob hartley here yep back with influent live this week and we have a very special show today uh, it's the shepherd's rod yes and this was good friend of ours Bob Jones yes. and mentor of, of yours and guy we love dearly who passed course a couple of years ago but every year he would have an encounter on the Yom Kippur the Day of Atonement and right. this is the Jewish New Year mm-hmm. and as he said this was the time when when we would be evaluated by the Lord and promoted and given the next year's assignment so um, so that happened this last uh, this Sunday. Um, you had a dream, and he would have dreams and encounters with the Lord uh, every every year, and would would talk about that. So you had this encounter, the Shepherd's Rod, in this year five seven seven nine, uh, this Jewish New Year. So tell us a little bit about the Shepherd's Rod this year and Very what the Lord good. what the Lord showed.
0: Well, I'd love to pray just as we start out if that's okay and sure. just adore him. So Lord we do thank you that there is this time that you evaluate us and it's for good and it's for redemption it's this place where you the God comes with the eye of the Lord that Psalms 33 the eye of the Lord was upon me and we said fashion our hearts O God so we give ourselves to this year where you say you're committed to fashion our hearts with joy, that it's play therapy, that you'll have these coming houses, you'll have these places, these Shilohs, these yellow houses where we come together and you bring us into self-awareness and understanding and you bring us into this year, this year that you call the year of grieving, the year where it's a place reserved for the heavens. The so Psalms thirty six five you said that mercy is reserved for the heavens. This place that we understand where mercy operates, and that we're able to have a tenderness. It's not a heaviness, it's not a verbose place, it's just a place where there's a gentleness from heaven, an awakening, a silence that's such a gift where you speak to us about just where your heart is at and we get to cry with you and we get to rejoice with you and so we thank you for this year that you're just doing a tender beautiful work across the body of Christ into the reformers that you're giving this place where they can grieve and have a sorrow that is coupled with the hope you tell us to sorrow with hope to sorrow with this place of confidence that the goodness of you Will ultimately bring forth this redemption, this restoration, these radiant cities. This is a place and it's time, and even through the process, that there is this radiance of you, this beauty of you, the one who bore our griefs, the one who came and just willingly gave himself that we might come into this wondrous reality that you've called life and life abundantly and reformation or there is a renaissance there is a creative beautiful ways of you and all of life and so we give ourselves to you tenderly during this time that meekness what you said about yourself Jesus you described yourself as lowly and meek of heart or gentle of heart power under control that you came and you identified with man and their sufferings and you understood and you said let my people go and so this is the year to have our grief turn into understanding that turns into meekness, that turns into a joyful shout, let my people go. And so we look forward to this time as we share that your reformers will be let go, that you will visit different ones, Holy Spirit, visit, visit different ones, visit the many, with the profound realities of who they are as chosen ones, as reformers that have gone past the griefs, into the places where you buoy them up with such hope even in the time of their challenges our God we say thank you for this next 20-30 years where we're just going to see the increase of the release of the reformers exponentially and in the most key places to bring forth the greatest love in life and your ways in Jesus name Amen
1: Amen So Bob Year of grieving, I mean, that doesn't sound that great. Bummer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bummer. Exactly. Who wants to grieve, you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, we want to go take the yeah. mountain, yeah. you know? So explain, what's the, what's the importance of this? And what does it mean? Importance is that
0: Second uh, Corinthians 17 tells us that there's an ability to repent or change. But it starts out with, I had great sorrow over areas that were areas that weren't aligned with him and so it's a place of tenderness. I wish I could go back and change all of the, you know, laced language that comes along with the word of grief because it's an invitation to understand the heart of our God
1: the heart of others and to feel the pains that they felt. And it may not be grief of just a tragedy, although it could be, right? But the grief of a loss of a business or the grief of a divorce or the grief of betrayal, right? Yes. And pretty much, I mean, we know thousands of reformers, right? Yes. They have all been smashed.
0: Yeah. right? Right.
1: We don't know one that hasn't been smashed. Yes. You know, and I mean, all the great stories that I tell in my book. I mean, these guys have been massively challenged, yes. you know, everybody. Yes. And it's kind of our lot as pioneers and it's kind of the earthly walk, right? Yes. We just get smashed. Yes. And it really is part of the package, right? It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful and, part of the package. And a wonderful part. And because it's a deepening part, it's a, it's a purifying part, a strengthening part. A centering part but it's so important how we process
0: that's right
1: yes how we process that we process through to hope that grief doesn't become an end in itself for instance very good right that, Absolutely. that we, we you know I re- actually remember one of the very first times as we were really becoming great friends you know I had lost my business yes and I remember. Uh-huh. you told well. me go to the beach
0: Yes. spiritually
1: go to the beach yeah and and you said it's time to go to the beach spiritually and go process with the Lord and it really was this a grieving process mm-hmm. where I got understanding in the midst of the pain I got promises and hopes in the midst of the pain he I mean, it was really a rich place that led yes. me move forward
0: I'd say that's a beautiful picture because it's a
1: place where he oiled your feet yeah
0: it's a place where he brought understanding that he, he was a partner with you in your pain versus he, he had been distant and sat, right. lost that he... Abandoned sat, me. He, he sat next to you and cried right. over what you went through more than... Right. And, and there's this power that comes to you. It's like the time that he visited me and he said, I want to show you the eight ways I died for you. Wow. And it I, was I remember that. watching him... <laughs> die for my tongue watching him die from my emotions that I put him on the cross again with the way I reacted in certain situations and he gladly died again but to see his suffering and to care about his suffering mm-hmm. to identify with his suffering to see him walking lonely amongst the city streets that's what led us to pursue reform and the reformers because we see the Son of God walking lonely across a world that he created. Mm-hmm. And we see people that are strange and beautiful, that are remarkable in their original design, and we see them being brought into something less than what they are. Right. And we just have no odd against any man once you go through grief and the griefs that you right. have I call them the two griefs, and we could share on that. There's nothing that you want, but for others to be able to be prospered in this life. You just <laughs> so true. You become an agent of mercy. Wow. Which is
1: so. So it's it's important that I mean, in, in the the shepherd's rod encounter you had, you saw the reformers needed to do the grieving. They needed to do it. Yes. And get through it and process it. So I think it's I think a lot of my personality type wants to just get over it. Yes. And not through it. You, you know what yes. I mean? You want to just move past it, versus yes. process it. I don't want to process. Yeah. My pain.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and and but it's really necessary. And uh, you know. It's a way of life. I believe that I've
0: encountered this understanding that. It's compassion lives in with one of the least gentle and meek things to do is to be indifferent.
1: Mm. To
0: be able to say when you look at somebody's mm-hmm. situation. So I I lived in a family. I was an extrovert. And, and, and or I'll point out a different situation. But in my own family growing up, you know. It was an extrovert and the introvert that could be indifferent. Well, that could be more cruel. That could be more harmful because it's a shutting down of our hearts to another. And we want to the reformers have this great invitation this year to be like the Solomon's. You know what he asked for? He asked for grieving. Mm -hmm. He said, give me a heart of wisdom that I can understand and identify with the people. So I've gone into that room with Solomon and this is for others to evaluate because there's a time travel where I went in there and he was there with the mother before she came in that day. Who lost the child. Who lost the child. Wow! And so he he came with it as a king with such great wisdom and what we've missed I feel like or some of us have is that he was able to go through that grieving process before wow. and that's where the great power came from. Th-
1: there's a tenderizing process that right. takes place. You know, I mean, in, you know, I was a type A person for sure. You are yeah. definitely, yeah, you know,
0: definitely. Uh-huh. And
1: that's not where we have to land. Right. Yeah. I mean, God loves our energy and our desire to take the mountain. Yes. but We have got to become like him in tender and humble. Right, that's right. And meek and lowly of heart, as you were, you were saying. People
0: have to see that we look in their eyes and that we get it. Yeah, that we get it. That there are going to be great reformers that come forth from the LBT, the homosexual realm. There's going to be great reformers, and they have to see an unpretentiousness and authenticity in me that I I get it. Wow, I get the understanding of their griefs and their pains. And I bear them with the joy and I hope because I know one who bore it for them. And I know what it cost him. And I know how powerful that is in their life to deliver them to be fully all that they were called to be. And so I believe this year I have avoided going into that room because I had a lack of understanding. And I, I just couldn't deal with reality yeah that people were in real pain around me and society was in real pain around me because I just want to fix it myself straight. versus know the God who is greater and bigger.
1: So the two griefs first was outside circumstances right. It's yes where you come you get hit you know lose a business. Yes divorce this kind of thing which is a big setback and we yes. need to process those things, right? Yes. yes. And the second was what?
0: Well, I'd say the first was yeah, the Song of Solomon, that you're energized by a vision. Right. You know, or Isaiah 56. So you're energized by a vision. Go and to the, conquer,
1: go to build your vision,
0: right. and you get a setback. And the foxes come to, come to spoil the vine. So what you thought in either you were going to be have a big platform, or you're going to be a, a great art architect. Well, you're, uh, you know, you lose everything in a family fire, or something like that, or one not a whole doesn't work.
1: Doesn't work. <laughs> Lost money, declared bankruptcy. People didn't like you, yeah. and you're totally at a place
0: that you have no way forward. Wow. You just don't know how to make this work. It's not going to work, and you legitimately grieve you 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 legitimately see a loss there and and you're able to identify with the Lord in that loss and then the Lord's able to resurrect it and give you a whole new operating system but then I would say the second grief is in the wilderness that's where nobody sees or nobody understands and that's where misunderstanding you're misunderstood you're betrayed and I would say that's more where our divorce fits in yeah it's a it's a secret place that no one really gets it or understands the wilderness
1: it. season which which every reformer in the bible went through right moses at midian yeah. you know it was 80 years old before god finally used him you know yeah. david in the cave of adullam yeah. right you know uh, jesus went through his yes. his wilderness well, even and, and then, you, know, you know it's not about something same. being wrong with us right it, it's just that's part of the process we we go through you know a, joseph you know in prison yes. was a wilderness yes you know and uh, Hosea right uh, so, Isaiah, you know so so it's part of the so it's a wilderness season and the Lord sets us down because he wants to he wants to work some things in you he wants to produce these things and us. I would,
0: I would see it I don't know if I'm as convinced anymore as it's the Lord's doing and I'm not being disagreeable there I I just believe that he knows what life's like on the planet Earth, and he knows that you're gonna be misunderstood, you're not gonna be loved, you're gonna be betrayed and and he, he's got a way out already prepared for your way up above it, a way through it, a way where you can And it is
1: the way of deepening.
0: And it's a way of joy. Yeah. It's a way then hmm. then you're there's a a humility and I just look at, you know, a picture of Ronald Reagan, that's one example, but others that had just deep challenges and they came out with this indomitable hope because right. they went through that second grief and they came out and they're leaning on their beloved.
1: And, and that's the point, is to come, is and, and all of those reformers, by the way, did. They yeah. came through it. They came deeper. They got deepened. Yeah. They came out leaning on their beloved. They came out smelling a whole lot more like God. That's right, right? Jacob. And with compassion and, yeah. and care, you know. Yeah. And one of the, one of the fun things, I mean, so right before this this day of atonement, Laura yeah. and I went to Albuquerque, yeah, New Mexico, and yeah. we're visiting my first son's grave. Yeah, and we texted you a picture of us, yes, yes. Uh, by by his gravestone yeah. with with smiling faces, and yeah. it, it touched your heart. And yeah, it really was a was a sign of what you're talking about, because that, I mean, there's no worse thing, no harder thing to go through yeah. than the death of a your one-year-old son. Yeah. And, but it's, it, it truly, I mean, it just, it just does change you for the better if you allow it to. And we know, here he is an intercessor for us for the last, you know, 30 years. And, and, you know, we, we, it doesn't change a thing. We know he, God's with us. We know he's for us as much as ever you know and if possible more than ever you know and we're gonna win we're gonna move forward we're gonna advance in hope and that's the place we have to come to and that's a perfect
0: picture and when I saw your picture and I saw both of you I said they've grieved well they've grieved well because there's a place that you had come through it with this understanding that through all that the agony of losing your child and You know just that you were able to say there's a God that's greater and it yeah. wasn't Something that you did religiously or yeah. authentically happen, and I believe that's where the reformers will come forth that they Are going to have this power of heart that comes through a heart that understands a face wow. that's sad Maybe it could have a heart that's happy and that's that's the reality. A face can be sad, you know. I have been dreaming for the last month and a half and it's laying by graves which sounds, you know, different. And I don't care how anything sounds
1: anymore. That's what well, we did. It was beautiful, actually.
0: And it was just where death had happened and there was a, a, a person I knew, there was a woman that I knew that, was abused and I didn't know what hmm. this one was abused like but I did I just cry I just wanted to wash her feet I wanted to hmm. it wasn't romantic it wasn't it just was her and she would stare in my eyes like I'm that valuable and because the abuse that was done to this one by a man by her father had <laughs> created a different reality for this one on their value right. and their work and I just was so so sorry and I was just washing their feet but I was so happy that they were going to be set free and just to see the light come in their eyes and their face to see tears stream down somebody's face of joy you know and, and, and I just I just think that we're getting to get back on this horse and then, not like we left this horse but this has been a process for us. And there's an authentic friends that, and people that I didn't even know that I'd I'd be, there'd be somebody that understood and understood enough that would release the power of his meekness and his resurrection in their life. And so this whole year, I believe we're going to see one miracle after another where we see these ones that look so hard, so indifferent because they haven't been able to face their grief and we're going to be able to go through it with them, with an understanding heart, not even a heavy heart, not even a taxing That's heart. That's
1: awesome. So Bob, one of the things that happens when you have these dreams, you have these general dreams and then you, faces start popping in, right, yeah. and people you, and then you'll revisit the dreams again and go a little deeper, I right? know how it works, yeah. and with more people popping in and a different perspective, so let's name names, let's tell us some of the great people we know and some of the, some of the things the Lord's doing, I mean, who, who have you seen in there?
0: And I I do love that part because it'll be uh, it, it brings it home and it, and it doesn't lock them. And then I just have to set the table a little that there is this yellow house journey as they all know that I'm going on in your are and just this place where reformers are tooled up and then given the hearts of kings and queens and you see how kings and queens have to go from these 19, 20-year-olds that get coronated to meeting real calamity and uh, catastrophes and painful things. And how they process that into a place to become strong Mm -hmm. in grace. And so I um, was taking different ones by the hand and saying, you really love this room because you'll see how he was there for you and how much he cared. And I'm gonna sit and, I said, and, I'll, and I'll take you to a place you've never been before in this love, his understanding of his love for you. And so there was ones that th- there was this one that's presently going through the uh, Supreme Court process. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. And so this one was one that had then and, and there's so much we can say in a setting like this and even though it's just It's not just a dream, it's real. And he was going through this wilderness now in front of the whole world. world, And there was some things that he was not uh, happy that he had done or been a part of. I think what human being could not have been. But, But there definitely was this posturing of people around him. And there was a real place the Lord was inviting him to tell him I understand and I still have chosen you for this position. Wow. And
1: uh, it was not He was a restored car, so to speak, he'd been restored.
0: He'd been and restored. The Lord
1: said, I know. I know. And the enemy had come to test
0: that restoration and his wow. And but and the depth of his relationship with the Lord would come out of this. He would be a different Supreme Court justice because of this. He would have a different level of authority to speak the heart and soul back into our nation. Wow. And it wasn't necessarily the woman that was, uh, had a problem with him right now. There was uh, another event that had caused him pain and sorrow and shame about it, and he had just pressed on in his intellect and had been sorry. But no, the Lord wasn't going to allow him to wow. heal this wound lightly. And so there not that it had to come out publicly, but the Lord was going to have him get in touch with what that that pain caused another and what even it caused himself and what what he feels about himself because he's going to be in some tough situations and he's got to be authentically him. And so this will there'll be no masquerading at that point, you know, and I'm not saying that is, yeah.
1: So the process is to produce what in him? I mean, so the Lord is using this process to create a man in this, as this, in this forge right now, right? And through the, the grieving process that he's going through to produce what? What is it after?
0: It's after, the, there's not a Supreme Court justice, I want to say this rightly, or not a human being that has it completely right. And I'm not saying that it has to be 100%. But the role of a woman in our society, mm. and so there is a, a beauty about a noble woman. There's a about everyone. and and it's
1: he so would he was be positioned come out with a unique perspective And laws, and really God's with, perspective,
0: an understanding of laws because it was, you know, there was in the in the creating of the Constitution there was one that had identified with the pains of a woman and got to speak into the creation of some of of our protections for women uh, some of our uh, enhancements or lifting up or understanding them not just as a weaker people or less than people and so so I go from the place I'm sitting with the Constitutional Committee back in 1700s or whatever it is to a place where I see that somebody understood and compassion went out mercy went out and he would be able to interpret that law the right way. And it would speak advancement to the reform, the reformers that are women that awesome. we had never seen.
1: Uh, I, I feel like God is really wanting, to, I've been feeling that for a few years, really speaking to women and raising up mighty women, you know. Yes. And I've got four grand or five granddaughters now, Yeah. You know? like, yeah. after raising, you know, yeah. three mighty men and yeah, a woman, yeah. you know, as children, it's like. But I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, it's like yeah. I see them, being mighty. You know, so yeah. I really think God's speaking to them. I love that. You know, you know, Bob. You also had you. You want to talk about Elon Musk a little bit, and you know his yeah. the dream you had with him, because I know he's really struggling right now. And I wasn't aware. I
0: he, he was uh, he had gone through the first grief where. He he set out to build some realities and he was just met with challenges Challenges. in his own company, his own board is and but now this was a different level of challenge that had come to him in the wilderness and it was a challenge about his identity, it was a challenge about his mortality, it was a challenge about God and his relationship with God and there was a place that he had suffered in his relationship with God and He's a brilliant external man, but it was a simple issue that wow. had really ate away at him. That, wow. And about the existence of God, so that he had adapted a fatalistic point of view in wow. my dream. And that he had a perspective that society is going off the rails and there's no stopping it. And there would be one that would get to him and be able to process that pain through a a grieving process that was unique to him. There's no grieving process wow. that's the same. And that he would come out like Scrooge after he got saved, you know, just with that
1: Indomitable hope.
0: And childlike. And, yeah, that's and awesome. the wonder. Yes.
1: Wow. You you had a you name a couple of the names of our friends, people we know.
0: Well I pointed out, you know, about women and, and I just like to say about the North Korean leader because I think that
1: there's Kim, Kim Jong-un.
0: Yeah, that there's a light shined on him that uh, he seems you know to a uh, seasoned people that he's naive or you know, he's just not in touch but there's really a great sense of what has happened in his life to bring forth a grief where he couldn't change the system. And then a grief about his own internal weaknesses, which is the second grief. And now this real freedom to release the beauty of people and the benevolence. And he would see He would see like.
1: His opportunity to release the beauty of people and to be kind and a good man.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and and Wow. And his, you know, it seems like he's a, a little boy that's been given the car keys. But there was a reason that he was given the car keys, and we got to continue to pray for that. But you know, just his true excitement over seeing the South Korean president—he sees a human being.
1: Or he even sees, meeting with Trump. I mean, uh, he was excited. Yeah. Genuinely, it seemed to me.
0: Yeah, and and he could say, he's just caught up in the wonder, or I mean, uh, the euphoria of being a world leader. Now there's just this. Place of authenticity that he's going to unlock a lot of the wow. beauty of the North Koreans and the reformers. And I do believe that these things are significant for the church to evaluate, even as I speak it as a prophetic word, thought for this next year, and that they're able to come into whatever they feel like is agreement to align themselves. And well, think prayer. we pray for it.
1: I mean, you yes. I mean, pray for it. That's, you know whatever you think about him we well, can pray for him right? Bible says pray for your leaders so mm. that guy has a has a finger on a nuke you know let's yeah. pray for him yeah right? and there's so. an
0: intermittent, intermittent fasting but there's gonna be intermittent intercession this year Ooh. where all our compassion is aimed towards an individual wow. and it's gonna and we're gonna lock will just be this supernatural connection We will know instantly, and there'll be an email that goes out. This is we're to identify with this one at this point, and it'll help change our world because there's a place from understanding that human being, grieving over what they had to go through, and unlocking them to the. Original Mm -hmm. design that's important. So, Julianne was another one, and Julianne has been a friend of ours and obviously served. Lady
1: we know and love.
0: Yes. And she's out with Rick and she's serving out there at Morningstar and with Tom. Tom, And uh, there's, I believe, Morningstar helps, you know, give leadership to four or five hundred churches, which uh, Julianne's right at the heart of it. And she had gone through two griefs, Mm -hmm. and there was a and, and those are private to her, so I'm not speaking out because it just dreamed and it was I got to grieve that there was some hopes that were not only deferred, but they were altered but better. And she mm-hmm. had the hope in her enough to see that she was being released to a place of a woman that would knight children. And wow. night leaders, and she would write children's books that would give them their dignity and their value. And I saw her writing one of Isaiah sixty over the children and unlocking a whole group of children, and you know it had a major impact on the church and how our children saw wow. each other in the days to come. And come it,
1: on, go, Julianne.
0: Yeah, it was uh, a night <laughs> Well, Sandy was by her. Sandy. Yeah, the principal there.
1: (laughs) She teaches at the commandment school. Or she's a principal actually.
0: And she had had some griefs over some desires that she had that have seemed to be unfulfilled, but they were her being able Mm. to give them. She hadn't been able to cry over him yet. Mm. And then he would let her just softly cry. And then he'd give her a great understanding of what he was doing that it was the latter house was greater than the former and there was another one with them named Cheryl and uh, Lynch and I
1: don't i do we know her
0: and we'll hear from the but these three brought forth between them uh, which is needed for the reformers the face of the God of peace Hmm. because that's what God spoke to Gideon when Gideon was wrestling with his calling the insecurity of it the uh, warfare he was the army was going to have to battle all that he said get in i'm you got a peace and brought wow. him into peace with his calling
1: peace with his identity so how will these ladies do that
0: they i believe that these le- ladies first said he's going to give them a pen to pick it up but then i believe that they'll have gatherings will the night the children wow. and i saw these elaborate kings and queens crowns and the whole garb and the whole routine and the wonder of these children but they would walk through and we we it as far as a gala of fair and wonderful for the children but they would walk through this door and it would be in a door that would open up to their part of the kingdom Ooh. and they would instantly be changed into that <laughs> they'd still they their j- childhood would be granted but now they wouldn't be taken from them but now they were Uh, a a child of choice that they were a chosen child and they knew that they were chosen they were special they knew they were special Wow! they knew they were special and Mm -hmm. it was the Mr. Rogers gifting and grace that we spoke of earlier that he said to a child you're special and they actually had you know groups rise up and protest him because they said these kids have done nothing and they have to it's kind of like the Pharisees or the older brother This kid gets everything, and God really wants them to know how special they are. And that's something
1: that you've emphasized about this year as well, is that this is the year for the patriarchs and matriarchs to rise up who would actually call forth the specialness of, of the preciousness and specialness of individuals and call them into their true identity. Each one is truly a miracle and a diamond from heaven with unique graces and specialness. And so this is the, this is the time when they're, that's going to be called forth, right? In that's the, right. The Mr. Rogers kind of anointing.
0: That's right. And it's with this understanding that they're able to grieve with that person because the person's always going to say, but if you knew <laughs> where well, I'm flawed or I've had right. this injury or that, <laughs> right. and they would be able to identify right. with them and be that patriarch or matriarch and have yeah. the yacht butt. Ben Woodard.
1: Ben, ben, I don't know, ben, yes, yes, uh, you know, ben, a pastor in our city and worship leader, amazing man, leader.
0: And he had he had an opportunity to get bitter, hmm. and he had an opportunity to become indifferent, and it just wasn't the way he was made. Hmm. And so he'd have to sit and have. He's in this process. I mean, he's doing well, mm-hmm. but he would have to sit and ha- see the God who saw and cared, and he. He'd have to allow the Lord to touch these areas where disappointment had came in. And he could really sorrow with the Lord. And the Lord would put his arm around him. And the wow. Lord would comfort him. And then the Lord would dance and rejoice with him. And he was one of our most precious gifts. And to the, and to the city of Kansas City, Kansas City, he he's an Australian. But, it, I mean, uh, he's by descent he's, But he had been given to our city as one of the foreigners that would help settle the land. Wow. And so he became part of uh, the misery, the problem, because he just allowed it to get to him without the perspective of the God who sees and cares. Whether you understand or you don't understand that there's a God that sees and cares and has an answer. And then that would be a place where the prophetic could come forth. And I'm not speaking of Ben wrong. I think Ben's doing amazing. You know, I just believe that there's this great place that he's been given and that he can't get indifferent would mm-hmm. you be my neighbor with the Mr. Rogers is the opposite of the Pharisees who who is my neighbor prove to me you're my neighbor no he, he says would you be my neighbor this whole city is to be a Karen Kansas City where you have ones that reach out with open arms and they just have um. this grieving for what people have gone through where they their touch speaks comfort mm-hmm. and identification and understanding with the joy and with a a strength to it. Wow, That's awesome. It's all part of the beauty of life there. I know that our time gets
1: short, but I- Can you give us a couple more names? Who else you know? It
0: would seem very important that there was uh, a Wendy, and sometimes this is abstracts, uh, that had, I ain't got my And then, by the way, she had treated herself. And mm. And there was a grief that he was just so so sorry that she and I guess mad is maybe a too strong word but he was just really indignant with the number of us about that we how had
1: poorly we treated ourselves how
0: poorly we had treated yeah. ourselves not
1: forgiving ourselves not believing
0: yeah and he was yeah. grieving over that and he was saying this is enough of this one more day of your beauties not to be stolen one more day of our love relationships not to be stolen and this one um had given permission for terrors to come in. Mm-hmm. And terrors either in the movie industry or something where it would confuse people that they, God was really gonna go after people that were causing terror where it caused griefs where people couldn't get free at night or during the wow. day that because of just some of the stuff that's being uh, and I could be more descriptive about it, you know, even be released through technology where people aren't thinking of the consequences. And he was going to show them the grief that they had by walking this route. Now, he was going to show them in 20, 30 years wow. what it would cause. It's like, wow. again, I'll go back to Scrooge. If he would have saw what his life and the choices he made at 20, 30 to shut his heart down and the difference it made in the pain. It the, caused cause him, he, right?
1: the, the pain he could cause or the good he could cause.
0: Right and there's a yeah. number that were lined up like the shepherd's rod wow. that were being evaluated. Wow. There was one that was A-V-E-N-A-T uh, my handwriting I-R-O and God was given this one an invitation into meekness and this one had a, a big key and they could use it one way or the other. And uh, there was uh, Aneel, I do not know this one. I'll get last names because I'll see in dreams sometimes somebody I knew that had that last name, and it was McCoy, M-C-C-O-Y.
1: Anil McCoy.
0: Yeah, and this one was a reformer, and this one had gone through the the griefs and came out grateful. Wow. And that was a unique place, and it, and could bring others through griefs with such gratefulness and joy mm. and the beauty of life and. And this one gave the the songs back to the reformers. Wow. Uh, this one had had a hat on, looked like a country singer. Mm-hmm. There's a we don't our, know
1: him. I don't think
0: and we don't. I, we I don't know him. I don't know. I, I saw a picture of him in the dream, and it was just these ones that were at this point of the shepherd's rods. They were going to choose to grieve with him, and all it meant was understand, come in a place of attunement with God's heart mm-hmm. over you know over some of the pains and he was going to bring such an oil they would have ran there if they would have known how wonderful the process is they would have ran there a long time ago but there's going to be ones around them that need to support them and nobody's grieving is going to look the same and we're going to write poems to ones that are grieving we're going to sing songs over them we're going to go and wash their feet when they don't expect it we're going to Bring them flowers a time. There's just going to be these demonstrations like I went to This weekend and this this person was in it and uh, I went to to a a girl's Hospital room where she had tried to take her life Mm -hmm. this weekend and so I Asked the Lord how do I bring comfort in the midst of her grief or how do I understand her grief and and? He had me tell her jokes and it was jokes about life and death that you would ha- had to be there but it was, she wrote me and she wrote me how, how she had been able to get in touch with her pain and how oh, thankful wow. she was and how it, and it, meaningful it had been. Yeah, and she's on the road to recovery because, you know, it's just a, a beautiful invitation. So I, I get lost in that one. But there was one named Robert Ritchie. And this one was. uh had run through some griefs. And hadn't done it. Seemed to act like they were doing it. Uh, you know. The healing the wound lightly. But no it really going to a deep place. But just had a deep hope that. Paralleled it. So the grief can be <laughs> felt fully with a great hope. And it doesn't have to be this big dark hole.
1: Wow. We were going to
0: find out the origin of dark energy and the the large
1: arts. Wow. Really.
0: Yeah. And I I don't know what dark energy is. Mm, I do.
1: There's actually such a thing and they have no idea what it is. We're going to find out the origin. Astrophysics geek. I guess. Totally nerd out on all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Actually the thing that they they don't know why the universe is expanding.
0: What's in Matthew 13.
1: I, this is, it's expanding at an accelerating rate, and no one knows, and they call it dark energy. It's like, what
0: the hell? Wow, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that is really good, because it was the expanding kingdom. It had to do with the expanding kingdom, and nobody knew why it was happening, but it was going to expand more and more. It was a sign, you know, and I didn't realize it was where it was, a sign in science. It's speaking of how that kingdom is going to expand wow. exponentially. And so.
1: so so Neil, you had another Neil who was an astrophysicist.
0: Yes, uh huh. Now that, yeah, and I don't know if he was related to the dark energy, but, um, but he. Let me let me go back. This is interesting because it's triggering. I want to say a little bit more about uh, okay. Musk. Is that uh, his premise? was because of his own hurt and his inability to grieve and just by that understand and attune and it would make him sad for a little while but then it make him glad because he tenderness always does Mm. authenticity always brings you into a beautiful place. But he just had a lot of self strength and that would would challenge his premises and or his ability to go there. But um, he didn't believe in humanity anymore. He believed that yeah. we're all cyborgs that we're all part of our a, a world of artificial intelligence <laughs> That, you know even being connected to your phone creates a superhuman because you can calculate like you can now with
1: this phone next
0: to you and it's attached to your ear all the
1: time. Me and Google are experts on everything.
0: Yeah and it's creating a superhuman. Because you don't have to you know the mathematical equations you can know Mm -hmm. the weather anywhere. I mean You're amazing cyborg, but you're not a cyborg. You're a human being and there's tools that Once think that are going to take over but no the heart of you know our God has
1: he he's he's the greatest form of artificial intelligence there is. Yeah, there's a lot of people worried about artificial intelligence. I'm actually a computer scientist by training. If you all know. Yeah. I mean, I went to UC Berkeley studying computer science. Not at all afraid of computers taking over. You know? Okay. So, but a lot of people are, and and actually, Musk is one of those guys who has expressed a lot of concern.
0: And that. it's a man that has not seen God in his grief, mm. and that's where I believe that we're going to get to sit. You know, I I got to sit at by uh, in a bar next to Eugene, and uh, Eugene's last name. But he was a commandant of Spandau Prison, where it had all the seven Nuremberg war right. criminals. And so Eugene Bird, who's been on 60 Minutes more than any man, and he just got to walk through his grief. His wife yeah. was paralyzed, and. Uh, spear I believe who was an architect Howard mm-hmm. spear yeah yeah drew out Nazi on, architect on a napkin a uh, one of the first handicapped houses for mm-hmm. his wife and so this just this reality of the reformers coming forth and uh, people that would identify with their weirdness and their uniqueness and grieve with them over not being understood
1: so yeah okay last one Neil the astrophysicist
0: yes but, Jolly fellow in you know just the picture I had of him, but that there had been griefs that had been buried behind science or the rational mind, and that there were going to uh, be exposed he was really gonna start to see how science lined up with who God is mm. and he would be a trumpet for God wow and, and we were to pray about this because he had influenced enough people trusted him with secular minds and let's just call that a mind that is separated from inviting God into the equation and he was gonna you know open that door for them. Uh, you know something that stood out to me that was pretty interesting that I have to go back from these dreams
1: about yeah, I actually think I know who you're talking about because as an astrophysicist geek I actually watch all the shows and series and yeah. there's a guy named Neil deGrasse I believe it is if okay. that's the right way to say it. but he's done a number of series ast- on astrophysics questioning the universe the meaning of the universe and you know the secrets of the universe that kind of thing and he's profound of course well-respected astrophysicist.
0: Where this conversation would lead for, for us as we have an ongoing conversation we get in a rhythm is that there's ones that we know that are going to be able to, they're going to be reformers sent them at the appropriate time to help them through that's a grief awesome. that would help them to invite God back into the equation. Oh, because wow. they're afraid of a God that they don't understand and sure. feels like he doesn't care. Sure. And that's the issue. And so we have different ones that we know or don't know within the body of Christ, like the Robert Ritchie. You know i look him up i know he's going to be somebody and it's going to surprise us is that this one's going to be sent to different ones that this one could be the only one that could get into that door to identify with her grief and bring them into a place of the compassion of jesus That's awesome it's going to be like they saw jesus right in front of them and Jesus changed a lot of people when he was on the planet because they just looked into those eyes And they saw that he bore their griefs that he understood that he cared and that he Released them to be who they were called to be and we're gonna have parties of
1: Grief this is awesome. You know, you know you you actually helped me so much here in my grieving and it was really just divine perspective That's right Right. That's I mean, right. That's God it. who sees and cares. Yeah. The God who sees and cares. Just that phrase alone. Yeah. He's the God who sees and cares. He's the yeah. abundantly available God. Yeah. In all my distresses. Yeah. and my, In the besieged city. Yeah. Right. God is near me. Yeah. You know. Um, and just getting perspective that he's not against you. He hasn't abandoned you. He's with you in the middle of these things.
0: Yes.
1: and he's not stoic distant uncaring it's the exact opposite even says on, it says in the wilderness he said he was like a fatherly nurse in the wilderness leading them through uh, in the wilderness that, he said as so a man beautiful. carries his son yeah. I carried them in the wilderness
0: yeah. you know? so really it's, so I think so there, and the reason
1: I'm saying this I think this is the reformers yeah we're going to help bring perspective
0: that's it to You're people dealing.
1: in in their grieving yes that's going to heal everything yeah and it does. When all of a sudden you get perspective, it's like just the switch flips yeah. that you're able to move forward and yeah. advance again. Yeah. And these people are going to be so amazing influencers who actually start to bring, you know, bring the knowledge of God to the planet.
0: Yeah, and wow. to their lives. And you have done it f- so much for me over the last few years. I wouldn't have made it. I don't think without you understanding my grief and saying that there's a better day. There's a God. Yeah, that's right. And I love the tenderness, I love the gentleness because I wasn't on a course that was gonna lead me to mm-hmm. the the true prophetic calling, the true opening up of the heart of others. And I was wow to be given a power to open up the hearts of others with him and to to, to establish them and walk with them and I I would have, I would have missed it, you know, but you're wow. you're that you're, place. you're giving
1: the power of this place of why the grieving, you yeah. know, seems counterproductive, it's exactly the opposite. It is uber productive. That's right. It gets you into the true authentic person you're That's called right. to be, gets you gets you kind, gets you humble, gets That's you right. aligned. That's right. So, reformers, do it, man. Yes. Let's yeah. do it. Robert it has been fantastic. So, yeah. we went way too long, but Yeah. Who cares?
0: Yeah, I think there's a different type of dialogue that's going to happen where we, it's okay, you know, for the Lord to take us into journeys where we, it just is going to get richer and richer.
1: All right. So, well, I, I'm telling you, I'm just having a blast here with you, Robert, yeah. and on these, and just feels feels good and authentic and healthy, and so we're going to keep doing these uh, these little shows, and... Keep mining out what the Lord is, is speaking to us. I just feel so filled and blessed. So so Influent Live, guys, we'll see you next week. God bless. And go uh, do the year of, year of grieving. Yes. So this is it. It's all good.
0: Yes. God
1: bless. See you next time.
0: Amen. <laughs>